Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Unravel the intricate web of CKD causes and learn how to tip the scales in your favor. Stay tuned for all the ideas of how to improve your kidney health and slow the progression of CKD. Welcome to our in-depth exploration of chronic kidney disease, commonly referred to as CKD. This condition, often often silent in its early stages, is a significant global health concern. The kidneys, two bean-shaped organs located just below the rib cage on either side of the spine, play a pivotal role in our overall health. Their primary function is to filter out waste products, toxins, and excess fluids from our bloodstream, producing urine. When these organs are compromised, it can lead to a cascade of health challenges. Today, we're going to embark on a journey to understand CKD, its implications, and its profound impact on human health. By the end of this presentation, you'll have a comprehensive understanding of what CKD is, why it matters, and how it affects your body. Welcome to our CKD Compass, guiding you through pre-dialysis part one video series. CKD is a condition that affects millions worldwide. This presentation is designed to provide you with a holistic understanding of CKD from its foundational concepts to its profound impact on overall health. Here's a glimpse of what we'll be delving into. Understanding CKD. We'll start by defining CKD, exploring the stages and understanding its root causes and risk factors. Next, we're going to talk about symptoms and complications. Recognizing the signs of CKD is crucial. We'll discuss the symptoms that manifest as the disease progresses and the potential complications that can arise if it's left unchecked. Number three, we're going to talk about the power of early detection emphasizing the transformative impact of identifying CKD in its early stages, and then discussing the tools and techniques for timely diagnosis. And then hope and empowerment. CKD is not just a medical condition, it's a journey. We'll conclude with a message of hope, resilience, and the power of knowledge. Throughout this presentation, our aim is to empower you with the information, provide clarity, and emphasize the importance of proactive care. Whether you're a patient, a caregiver, a medical professional, or just someone keen to learn, this presentation offers insights that can benefit everyone. So let's embark on this journey together, understanding CKD and championing kidney health. A little bit about me. Um, Are you tired of struggling with your health? Because if you are, if you're someone living with chronic kidney disease, I've got great news for you. I'm Mathia Ford, a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in chronic kidney disease, and I'm the owner of renaldiethq.com. I specialize in helping people just like you to improve their health by making simple yet delicious changes to your meals. Together, we can transform your eating habits, boost your overall well-being, and ensure that you are enjoying every bite along the way. Say goodbye to bland and boring meals and say hello to a healthier, more vibrant life. Let's get started on this incredible journey to better health together. Visit renaldiethq.com today and take the first steps towards a healthier lifestyle. And also you can 
subscribe and um, sign up for notifications on this channel. And that will help you to know when I release the next versions of this video. Let's get started. What is CKD? Chronic kidney disease or CKD is a condition where kidneys lose their ability to function optimally over time. But what does this really mean? The kidneys are our body's natural filtration system. Every day they filter about 120 to 150 quarts of blood to produce about one to two quarts of urine. The urine contains waste and extra fluid that's from your body. When the kidneys are damaged, they can't filter blood as they should, and that leads to a waste buildup in the body. Over time, this can lead to a myriad of health complications. CKD is not just a temporary malfunction. It's a prolonged, often progressive decline in kidney function. This decline can be so gradual that symptoms might not appear until the kidneys are significantly damaged. The impacts, the implications of CKD are vast, affecting everything from bone health to cardiovascular function and even impacting neurological and respiratory systems. You see your kidneys have nephrons, which are really small um, units of capillaries where the blood goes in and then the waste is filtered out. And over time, as those are damaged and you lose the ability for each of them to work, that is what causes the additional decline in your function. Your kidneys have a lot of backup um, capacity, but over time and based on different conditions, you can lose those nephrons and then your body has less ability to filter your blood and get the extra waste out. And that's what causes the symptoms and um, issues with chronic kidney disease. Defining CKD involves understanding both kidney damage and its functional implications. CKD is characterized either by kidney damaged, damage or reduced kidney function that persists for three months or more. So how do we measure this? One of the primary metrics used is glomerular filtration rate or GFR, eGFR. This rate gauges how efficiently the kidneys filter blood. A decline in GFR can indicate a reduced kidney function. Kidney damage, on the other hand, can manifest in various ways. There could be structural abnormalities visible in imaging tests or functional abnormalities like the presence of protein in the urine. It's essential to understand that CKD is not a one-off event. It's a chronic condition, meaning it's long-lasting and often progressive. The damage may be slow, but its implications are profound, affecting most every system in the body. So chronic kidney disease is not a static condition. It progresses through distinct stages, each representing a different level of kidney function. Understanding these stages is pivotal, not just for medical professionals, but for patients and caregivers like yourself. It changes and it shapes the therapeutic approach, dietary recommendations, and overall management strategy. The progression is mapped using the glomerular filtration rate that we just talked about, which measures how well the kidneys filter blood. So stage one, somewhat deceptive. Here there are kidney damage, there is kidney damage, but the GFR is still normal or high, often 90 milliliters per minute or more. 
the stage is a wake-up call signaling what while kidney function might be adequate now, there's underlying damage that needs attention. Stage two sees a mild reduction in GFR dropping between 60 to 89. It's a clear indication that the kidneys aren't functioning at their best, even if overt symptoms aren't present. Now, as we move into stage three, the situation becomes more nuanced and serious. Stage three is further divided into two substages. Stage 3A has a GFR ranging from 45 to 59 milliliters per minute, indicating an initially a moderate reduction in kidney function. At this stage, some individuals might start to experience subtle symptoms, though many may still remain asymptomatic. Stage 3B, on the other hand, sees a GFR drop in between 30 to 44 milliliters per minute, representing a more pronounced decline in kidney function. Symptoms such as fatigue, fluid retention, and noticeable changes in urine, including its frequency, amount, and color, might become more prevalent. Both substages emphasize the importance of monitoring and intervention as the progression from stage 3A to 3B can significantly signify a critical turning point in the management of CKD. Stage four is a critical juncture. With a GFR of 15 to 29 milliliters per minute, there's a severe reduction in kidney function. The body struggles to filter waste and the complications like anemia or bone disease might arise. Finally, stage five represents end-stage renal disease. Here, the GFR is less than 15 mils per minute or the patient is on dialysis. It's the most severe form of CKD where the kidneys have lost nearly all their filtering capability. Understanding these stages is more than just knowing numbers. It's about recognizing the journey of CKD, being proactive at each stage, and making informed decisions about treatment and lifestyle. Let's talk about the things that cause CKD. Um, While the stages of CKD provide kind of a roadmap to how it progresses, It's equally crucial to understand its root causes. Several underlying conditions and diseases can lead to CKD. Diabetes is a leading cause. Prolonged high blood sugar levels can damage those tiny blood vessels in the nephrons, in the kidneys, impairing their ability to filter waste effectively. Hypertension or high blood pressure is another major culprit. Elevated blood pressure can strain the kidneys over time, leading to damage and reduced function. Glomerular nephritis refers to the inflammation of the glomeruli, which is in the nephrons, the tiny filtering units of the kidneys. While it's often caused by an immune response, the exact reasons can vary. Polycystic kidney disease is a genetic disorder where numerous cysts form in the kidneys. These cysts can enlarge the kidneys and impair their function over time. Recurrent kidney infections can also contribute to CKD. Persistent infections can scar the kidneys, reducing their ability to filter blood. And you may develop kidney cancer and have to have a kidney removed, which progresses the disease because you all of a sudden have half the functionality. And while your kidneys have additional capacity, as you age, that capacity is reduced. So if you happen to have had kidney cancer, and you've um, had a kidney removed and you're cured, congratulations, but you may um, end up having to manage chronic kidney disease. 
Understanding these causes is pivotal. It allows for early intervention, targeted treatment, and can guide the preventative measures, especially for those at risk. Now let's talk about risk factors. What makes you more at risk for chronic kidney disease? Beyond the direct causes of CKD, there are several risk factors that can amplify the likelihood of developing this condition. There are elements or behaviors that might not directly cause CKD, but can increase its probability. Family history plays a role. Genetics can predispose individuals to kidney challenges, making those with family history of CKD more susceptible. One of those examples is polycystic kidney disease is typically a genetic condition that's passed down, and that can make you more susceptible to chronic kidney disease. Age is another factor. As we grow older, our kidneys naturally lose some of their efficiency, increasing the risk of CKD. Cardiovascular diseases such as heart heart disease or stroke have a bidirectional relationship with CKD. One can increase the risk of the other, creating a vicious cycle of deteriorating health. Obesity puts strain on the kidneys. Excess weight can lead to diabetes and hypertension, which are also both major causes of CKD. Smoking can damage the kidney's blood vessels, reducing blood flow to the kidneys and impairing their function over time can also cause high blood pressure. Recognizing these risk factors and taking proactive steps to manage or eliminate them can be a significant stride in CKD prevention or also slowing the progression if you found out that you have CKD. Um, Chronic kidney disease is often termed the silent killer because it can be elusive in its early stages. You may not even be aware that you have any issues presenting little to no symptoms. The silent progression can be deceptive, leading many to believe they're in good health, when in reality, their kidneys are slowly losing their ability to function optimally. So some symptoms might be fatigue and weakness. Those are among the first symptoms many people experience. As the kidney's filtering capability diminishes, toxins can build up in your bloodstream, leading to a general feeling of tiredness and lack of energy. This isn't the usual end-of-day fatigue. It's a persistent lethargy that doesn't improve with rest. Fluid retention can lead to swelling in the ankles, feet, and sometimes even your hands. Um, The kidneys, when functioning properly, balance fluid levels in the body and eliminate excess fluids. But as CKD progresses, this balance is disrupted, leading to noticeable swelling. Shortness of breath can be a direct result of fluid buildup in the lungs. Additionally, anemia, a common complication of CKD, can deprive the body of the oxygen it needs, leading to breathlessness. Nausea, vomiting, and a loss of appetite can stem from the accumulation of waste products in the bloodstream, affecting digestion and taste preferences. Persistent itching is another symptom that many with CKD experience. Elevated levels of phosphorus in the blood can lead to itchy skin, a condition that can be both uncomfortable and distressing. Changes in urine output and color can be indicative indicative of kidney challenges. This could manifest as a foamy urine, blood in the urine, or even frequent nighttime urination. Recognizing these symptoms early on is crucial. While they may seem benign or unrelated, in combination, they paint a picture of kidney health that requires attention and intervention. I want to remind you at this point that you can talk to your doctor. You can look at your labs. You can have your GFR tested 
very easily, it's just a blood test. So if you're concerned, if you have some of these risk factors, having someone um, test it on a regular basis keeps you in line with knowing when things are starting to possibly uh, become a problem. So let's talk about some of the complications that can arise from chronic kidney disease. Unchecked chronic kidney disease doesn't just affect the kidneys, its repercussions ripple throughout the body, leading to a host of complications that can significantly impact one's quality of life. High blood pressure is both a cause and a complication of CKD. Damaged kidneys can't effectively regulate blood pressure, leading to hypertension. A lot of people don't know that your kidneys are a huge, play a huge part, a huge role in maintaining your blood pressure. So this in turn can cause further damage to the kidneys, creating that vicious cycle of deteriorating health. Anemia is common in CKD patients. Healthy kidneys produce a hormone called erythropoietin, which signals the body to produce red blood cells. But damaged kidneys produce less of this hormone, so it's leading to a reduced red blood cell count and consequently, consequently anemia. Anemia leads to the fatigue and the tiredness um, that you may experience as well. Your bone health, bone health is intricately linked to kidney function. CKD can disrupt the balance of calcium and phosphorus in the blood, leading to weakened bones and an increased risk of fractures. This is called CKD-MBD. That is one of the complications as you progress in chronic kidney disease, um, CKD mineral bone disease, MBD. Malnutrition is another concern. CKD can alter taste preferences, reduce your appetite, and lead to digestive challenges, making it difficult for patients to get the nutrients they need. Nerve damage can result from the accumulation of waste products in the bloodstream, leading to numbness, weakness, and even pain in your extremities. Um, neuropathy. Lastly, cardiovascular disease is a significant concern for those with CKD. The two conditions share several risk factors, and CKD can exacerbate heart challenges, making it the leading cause of death among CKD patients. Understanding these complications underscores the multifaceted challenges of CKD. It's not just about kidney health, it's about holistic well being, embracing the need for comprehensive care and management. So let's talk about early detection because that is not just beneficial, it's transformative. The kidneys, while resist resilient, can only endure so much damage before their function is irreversibly compromised. The earlier CKD is identified, the broader the range of interventions available to manage and potentially reverse the course of the disease. Why is early detection so pivotal? Pivotal? Firstly, CKD in its initial stages is often asymptomatic. This means that significant kidney damage can occur before any noticeable symptoms arise. By the time symptoms become evident, the disease might have already progressed to a more advanced stage, limiting treatment options. Secondly, early detection allows for timely interventions that can slow or halt the progression of the disease. Simple lifestyle changes, dietary modifications, and medications can have a profound impact when implemented early. For instance, controlling blood pressure and blood sugar levels can significantly reduce the rate of kidney function decline. And that is something I hear all the time. People want to know, can I reverse the progression of chronic kidney disease? And while the, your GFR may fluctuate 
um, it tends to only go in one direction. So if you can slow that progression or even stop the progression, that is a huge win for you in terms of overall health. Furthermore, regular screenings are invaluable, especially for those at higher risk. Simple blood and urine tests can provide a wealth of information about kidney health. Like I mentioned before, for instance, the presence of protein in the urine known as proteinuria can be an early sign of kidney damage and monitoring the glomerular filtration rate, GFR, can provide insights into how well the kidneys are filtering blood. I know I didn't mention the protein, but I did mention the GFR before. One of the things your doctors, especially if you're a diabetic, you need to have checked is protein in your urine to see if your um, kidneys are getting too much damage. In essence, early detection is akin to being handed a map in a maze. It provides direction, clarity, and a path forward, turning a potentially daunting journey into a manageable one. It's about taking control, being proactive, and prioritizing kidney health before it becomes a crisis. Overview of what we just talked about as we conclude this little little jaunt into the information about chronic kidney disease, it's essential to reflect on the journey we've undertaken. CKD, with its complexities and challenges, is a testament to the resilience of human spirit. It's a condition that demands understanding, empathy, and proactive care. But it's also a condition that underscores the power of knowledge. With awareness comes empowerment. With understanding comes the ability to make informed decisions, to take control of one's health, and to chart a path forward filled with hope and optimism. The journey with CKD is not one to be undertaken alone. It's a collaborative effort involving medical professionals, caregivers, family, and most importantly, the person with CKD at the center. You have to advocate for your own health, but you also have to, um, it's those family connections and collaborative effort make it so much um, healthier for you. Together with the right knowledge, tools, and support, the challenges of CKD can be met head on. In the face of CKD, there's no room for despair. Instead, there's an opportunity, an opportunity to learn, to grow, to adapt, and to live life to its fullest. With timely interventions, the right care, and a positive outlook, those with CKD can lead fulfilling, meaningful lives. So let's champion kidney health, embrace the power of knowledge, and look to the future with hope and determination. And I would ask you to subscribe to our channel, to keep on learning. We're going to have these videos come out over time and ask your questions in the comments below and I can respond to them and know what you want to learn more about. So thanks and have a great day. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks and we will talk to you again next week.